You're listening to MeSearch. I'm Crystal. And my name is Dustin. We're two friends taking space and making space for other Filipinos to share their stories and insights. Join us as we talk to folks in the community to discover how they became trailblazers, business leaders, and bosses. Hey, Crystal. Hey, Dustin. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. (laughs) I'm just trying to, you know, mix it up a little bit, you know, just get that. Hey, everybody. Mix it up. You know, excited and (laughs) um, dynamic each time we meet. Hello, everyone. Nice to feel your presence somehow through the Internet. Just this virtual asynchronous party of 2020 that we have going on absolutely (laughs) so before we get into this episode i wanted to check in with you uh crystal about Mm. the promise that you made me at the beginning of the season (laughs) we were talking about bls and um specifically Uh hello stranger yes um which is a rom-com featuring two male leads Mm-hmm. available on youtube do you have an update have you caught up or have you seen any additional episodes of that show i have i've watched two episodes two more okay uh-huh okay. uh it is getting real juicy okay Ooh, i like the juice i like the juice but yeah so i i've been enjoying it i'm excited to finish it because personally i think that filipino rom-coms have a very specific vibe right it's super super extra melodramatic yeah and 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 to be honest at times it's like sometimes it's hard for me to watch like some of the over romanticized films these days even from Mm -hmm. even from the united states i don't think we have too much of that anymore here (sighs) but at the same time I'm also very much here for it because it's a landscape that I have not seen to gay men, you know. I don't know if they're gay yet. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, it's it's hard for me to separate those ideas because when I think of boy love series, you know, I'm uh-huh. I'm already going to go straight to maybe ah, but, but this is a this is a very interesting like you know, question for me, like, it doesn't have to mean romantic love. It could be platonic love. I feel like, I don't Mm want to spoil that for you. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it could be. Yeah, no. Thank you for bringing that up, though, because, you know, boy love doesn't mean, doesn't have to mean one thing. And so let's all, let's all keep ourselves in check there. And these days, there's, there's a lot of labels mm-hmm. and also people don't want to label themselves so like right even even if it happens to be romantic we don't know if these characters w- would identify mm-hmm. as being gay right but maybe they are oh i don't know we'll just have to see like <laughs> you'll the, have to watch the, the whole season yes the possibilities are endless <laughs> they truly are i don't yeah. know what's gonna happen but um and I, i'm here for the melodrama Right now. And there's a movie coming out. I heard. Patty told me. Shout yeah. out to Patty once more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> this episode's going to be difficult for me to edit the levels because I'm just like screaming to the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> All right. Let's let's move on to a different topic, okay. shall yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still on. Go ahead and set us up. Okay, so um, just a heads up, everybody. We have a bonus holiday episode that we're going to launch next week, and we will be answering your burning questions. Yay! We have a friend of the pod, Ariana De La Rosa, who has asked us a question, and just as a little teaser for y'all, we're going to answer a question. Yeah. Yeah. Right now. Yeah, let's do it. Right now. (laughs) If you had a MySpace or a Friendster account, what was your go-to profile song? 
Um, first of all, let's take it all the way back to Friendster. So did you have a Friendster? Um, I did have a Friendster. There was no music on Friendster when it when it was around, but uh, MySpace for sure. Definitely had a MySpace page. Ooh, top eight drama. Uh, <laughs> drama. But the song, like the first song that comes to mind that I think was on my MySpace profile for a long time was probably Colby Calais Bubbly when she first <laughs> when she first came out. That was a vibe. That was a vibe, and you know, it just like. I think the the quirkiness of this song made me feel very much seen. I'm like, a quirky song for a quirky girl. <laughs> I'm not like an ordinary girl. I'm quirky. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. It was either like Colby Calais, Calais or like something... Something very, um, like, indie, (laughs) um, like, indie and emotional, and, like, it was, my page was never that loud. It was just, like, Mm. very introspective. (laughs) Ah. Yeah, like, if, if you, if you were on my page, you'd know, like, probably what was happening in my life. (laughs) Did you have, like, high-angled photos that you would take of yourself? No, my, literally my profile picture was me in a Pez shirt with gumdrops in my nose. (laughs) (laughs) I am not your typical girl, okay? She's a quirky girl, folks. She's quirky. (laughs) (laughs) I wish, I wish I was friends with you on my, wait, we were friends on MySpace. Were we? I feel like it. Okay, you know what? I think... When it first came out, no, because I think it came out in 2003 or 2004. Yeah. But I had two MySpace accounts, one for like personal use and one for like music, music use. But the music profile didn't become a thing until like 2007. Yeah. So I had like a personal MySpace account, which I deactivated. Oh. (laughs) Because I had some stuff on there. (laughs) <laughs> Actually, I don't know if I deactivated it or if they just removed the profile, but it doesn't exist anymore. I know that for sure. Yeah, I feel like I had a music page too, and I can't remember if they like merged or whatever, because uh, the first song that I posted on MySpace Music for myself was my End of Time by Justin Timberlake cover. Um, oh. Mine was I'm Yours by Jason Mraz. Oh, uh, very cute. Typical. <laughs> Typical. That was wow. very in the vein of Colby Calais. Yeah. Well, are you a quirky boy or? <laughs> I'm not like regular boys. I'm a quirky boy. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. So, so stupid. Okay. Um, but what what song did you have? What, what song was playing on your MySpace? So Give us some insight. In okay, so I didn't have a MySpace until two thousand four. Uh huh. Other than like the basic AOL stuff, MySpace was my first social networking profile, mm-hmm. and that was at a time where I was really into different kinds of music. Mm-hmm. I feel like at the time, I probably would have put Creed. Can you take me higher? <laughs> Because that was one of the first CDs I ever bought was Human Clay. Human Clay by Creed. Don't laugh at me. Who are you? I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I can't even, I can't even articulate, like, how much I can't open my eyes right now to look at Dustin. I'm so sorry. (laughs) That is fucking hilarious. I I can't believe your first CD. Your first CD was creep. Oh my god. It was funny because, like, (laughs) <laughs> I bought it 
when I didn't have a driver's license, so my mom would have to like drive me everywhere, but I would make her play it all the time. <laughs> oh my god. I <sighs> love you. <laughs> that is And if it was if it wasn't that, if it wasn't that, it probably would have been a Kelly Clarkson song because I was a huge closet Kelly Clarkson fan. Oh, back I love in the Kelly. day when she won when she won American Idol back in 2002. Yeah. I would like look up her videos uh-huh. like on AOL Play or whatever it was called, AOL Concerts, AOL Live because they didn't <gasps> we didn't have YouTube yeah, yeah, yeah. back in the day. So they had um AOL Concerts so I would listen to a bunch of Kelly Clarkson performances. Uh, but yes. I I thought that wasn't uh I didn't know. I didn't think that was manly enough, so I, so I didn't. I didn't tell anybody that I was a fan of Kelly Clarkson. But if I was true to myself in two thousand four, I probably would have picked the uh, the trouble with love is by uh, Kelly Clarkson so as my profile song. Absolutely. But instead, I went with Creed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boo! Life choices, boo! Life choices. I know. I know. <laughs> Okay, okay. People okay. grow, people change. Can I can I ask you this? I have a burning question for sure. you. Are you yeah. are are you a Creed fan still? I am not a Creed fan, okay. but I I I really I did enjoy the music um back then. I did. You know, can you take me higher? Let's um <laughs> <laughs> Can you take me higher <laughs> to, to a place where a blind men see? You know what? I feel like, you know, maybe there is some kind of appreciation for Creed because I know the words to that chorus. Yeah, I, a lot of their songs are very memorable. Yeah, absolutely. I think we need to give them a little bit more credit, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well they are they I'm pretty sure they won some Grammys. Yeah. That that particular album I think was critically acclaimed, but also I'm embarrassed to say that I liked it. <laughs> Today at this <laughs> no, moment. No, you know what? You know it's it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You know what? Like it takes a lot of work to make music. So you're, you're very, very, very true. So yeah. I have, you know, maybe I, I'm not the biggest fan of the lead vocalist's uh, voice, per se. <laughs> um, but maybe I also am, because I love to sing in that placement <laughs> for fun. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I just want to give a shout out to all the musicians out there uh, who are doing things, because it's not easy. And, it's not. and Creed put out, sorry, Creed put out, <laughs> Creed. Say it with a straight face, quirky girl. <laughs> Creed put out an album and I'm sure it, it, you know, was a lot of hard work. And so I have much respect for any and all musicians who are, who are grinding. Maybe I'm not totally into, you know, everything you put out, but you know, uh, props to you. Respect, respect. Respect, respect. Those were bops in the 2000s. Those were bops. As they wouldn't call them bops because I don't know that that word existed in the same way that it does today. But yeah, if we were living in 2000, it would be a bop. Yes. Oh, and you know what? I have to quickly redact my statement. I think I did have one or two high angled photos. I think one of the, my <laughs> my first one was like <laughs> off my MacBook. You know, the quintessential MacBook picture from photo booth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was in black and white, and I was just like smiling, looking, you know, afar, somewhere off in the distance to look cool. Yeah, a variety of photos from me. Yeah, I had like mirror photos. <gasps> I don't think I took any high angled photos, and I certainly wasn't like a scene kid, mm-hmm. but I had spiky hair. I, I really, really tried. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a mohawk at one point. I think there's a picture wow. of that. There was a picture of uh, that in there in my MySpace. There's got to be because I had a mohawk, and I was like, "Yeah, I got a mohawk." Look at you making bold fashion choices. Absolutely, absolutely. You're something. You're quirky. I'm a quirky, quirky. girl. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh right, man. Maybe, let's let's move forward here. Um thank you for your question, Ariana. Um so everyone, uh make sure to follow us on social media at me search podcast. Send us your messages, send us your DMs, slide into our DMs, ah, slide in there. Slide in there. Send us a voice message on Anchor. Um, that's anchor.fm backslash me search podcast. Um, and we will feature you on our holiday episode and on future episodes. The questions don't stop at the holiday episode. So uh, connect, connect with us. But yeah, uh, let's move on. Dustin, uh, who do we have on today's episode? So in today's episode, we're chatting with VJ Rosales, also known as Vero. Ooh. He's on my top eight on MySpace. He's a <laughs> member of the Philharmonic, which is an L.A.-based professional Filipino-American a cappella group that started on NBC's The Sing-Off in 2013. And most recently, VJ and the Philharmonic just got off a tour, and they've made regular appearances on The Late Late Show with James Corden. Well, damn. Amazing. We're going to hear more about his musical journey and his process, and we're going to delve into what it means to be a Filipino artist in the mainstream music industry. We're also going to learn more about what he's got cooking as a solo artist in 2021. Let's get into this episode. Let's do this. Welcome, VJ Rosales. Thank you so much for joining us. VJ from the Phillies, VJ from the Philharmonic, soon to be Vero, and we'll talk about that a little bit more. Thank you. Uh, in a second. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, guys. I appreciate it. You're so sweet. And thank you for being here. Of course. Yeah, I'm so excited. I think I met VJ at Cal State Long Beach at an open mic night for Pack. Yes. Wasn't that it? I think so. Was that 2010? When was that? That was like tw- 2007. Boo. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, wait, okay, it was 2007. Oh my gosh. But then, but then we really didn't meet each other until we started doing open mics at like It's a Grind and Yes, Me Asian Grill. Yes, later. But I totally remember meeting you in 07. Yes, and we we went to auditions yes. together. For... Oh my gosh, we did <laughs> American Idol. Yes, it might have been or The Voice. American Idol or The Voice, one of those. Oh, many adventures with you. Good times, yeah. Oh. And I, I would sing back up for Crystal with, with my original stuff. Yeah. I know. Thank you for oh. that. Oh, my gosh, of course. Oh, gosh, what an so honor good. to have oh, VJ Rosales. Not even. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The honor was mine. Well, we had damn. some good times, though. I mean, we had some really good times. We did. Yeah. We did. I miss it. I feel like all the cool kids went to Cal State Long Beach. <gasps> it's true. <laughs> yes you know <laughs> i re i remember watching your v- videos on youtube a long time ago oh my god and we were all um we all like semi sort of competed against one another in a competition that i don't even remember the name of what what was it it was a it was a philam it was a voice film competition thing where where you put you submitted videos right and people would vote was it that? Yes. Yeah. I forget what it was. For. Was was this Cub Superstar? Oh, yeah. That's what it was. Oh, my gosh. Cub Superstar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I forgot about that. Aw. We were all in Cub Superstar. That's amazing. Hey, guess what, guys? We are all Cub Superstars, and we are all Cub and we are all superstars. Exactly literally what we are literally in all the ways <laughs> well vj you're doing it a little bit just a little bit more <laughs> <laughs> Stop. you are all superstars in my eyes we are the superstar trio i love it i also love that name what a name kababayan superstar I know. So epic. yeah well shout out to janelle so who hosted yes janelle so shout out to janelle so yes oh i love janelle so oh my gosh i know I seriously <laughs> What an icon. All right. Throwback, you know? Yeah. So, okay. All right. VJ, you are a most talented musician who is also part of the Philharmonic, which many of us have heard about. And if you don't know, (laughs) where have you been? Honestly. (laughs) So I know you're part of this group and you've competed and performed all over the place. But what about you, sir? 
can you talk about uh, the kind of music that you sing as uh, an artist yourself and uh, the kind of music that you also write? So yes, I am from the Philharmonic and we do a ton of um, music from like acapella, the acapella world. Um, and I um, truly have learned so much from being in the group that at this point in my life, I'm starting to do a lot more solo stuff and so are the other guys as well. And, and I'm really dabbling in just writing a lot for different artists and, and just writing a song every single day, like literally every single day I'm writing a song. So I have like a ton of, I'm just like, just writing songs this quarantine. Mm. And, uh, you know, really, really kind of experimenting with different sounds and, and, and being, you know, experimenting with radio and the formula, but also stepping outside of that box and, and trying out different sounds and, and all of that. And, and I would like to say that the next project that I am working on in 2021, like that's really what I want to dabble in. I want to like go radio. I want to go pop, but, but I also want to step out and be different, which is what everyone should be doing really. Mm. So that's kind of like what I'm, what I'm doing right now is just, I'm writing a ton of, I just want to like write bops and I want to write stuff for radio. I just, I love that stuff. And a lot of people kind of, you know, criticize radio for what it is. I know it's so formulaic and stuff, but I love it. I'm such a fan of like, just pop, you know? You love pop. I love, I'm, I love pop. I'm literally a pop. Like I love pop stuff. Pop, pop, pop. Pops, pops a bop. Pops a bop. Pops, pops a bop. Yeah. A bop. <laughs> yeah. Did you write your daily song today already? Um, I did not. Yeah, this, that will come afterwards. But I have, the thing is though, I, what I do is I write a bunch of ideas down in the morning. It's part of my daily ritual. I just like mm-hmm. word vomit on like a you know a sheet of paper and I just write down all my thoughts and usually a song comes out after that let's you know just take it <gasps> mm. yeah yeah well, that's awesome it's been a really good practice what was the word vomit this morning oh it was like what I had for breakfast yesterday nice <laughs> usually it's like lots of food and then Love. it goes into like my dating life and then it goes into like my family life it just it just lots lots of stuff Ooh, are we diving into very personal territory in 2021 we we yes we are definitely 2021 you will hear all about it for sure. <gasps> oh my I'm, god! I'm oh, that's awesome. excited to share because that's another thing too. Like I've just been so closed off as an artist. I feel like, and I just need a an outlet to like let go of all these things that I've been experiencing for the past like four or five years. And so that's really what it is. It's just an unleash. It's just unleashing my art next year. Mm. Man, I'm so excited for that. Yeah. Thank you. How has it been being so much more vulnerable with your work? It's it's definitely been difficult because I, I'm not used to that. Um, I promise I don't, I'm not into horoscopes or like signs, but I can just be very intrigued by signs itself. Mm-hmm. And I'm a Gemini. And mm-hmm. so I, I, something that I've been reading up on is like Gemini traits, you know, we tend to like really put up a front. And I feel like that was really true of who I am. Mm. Um, we, mm-hmm. we tend to put up different facets and, and try to show people a certain type of identity. Sure. And I guess that's not even a, just a Gemini thing, but something that I've struggled with my entire life. And so I kind of like next year, I just want to like, let go of all that and just let people know who I am. And hopefully that can also relate to other people and, and spread that idea of like, it's okay to be yourself. It's, it's good to be yourself. It's actually great to be yourself yeah. so it's important an important message so take off the mask Ex- exactly and that's just been such a big theme for me the past two or three years like you know stop trying to wear a mask and stop trying to please other people and just mm. do what makes you happy you know but at the same time also respect other people and respect other people's time and respect your time you know it kind of goes both ways there's a lot you know you can say about that sure yeah so vj A lot of our listeners are probably going to know you best from your work with the Philharmonic, which is a Filipino-American acapella boy band, and y'all are doing really well. Uh, We are so excited for all that you've accomplished with them. Thank you. And now moving into 2021, knowing that you're going to be putting out uh, some solo stuff, is there a name of an album that we need to be looking out for, or is... They're uh, an artist name that you are adopting as a solo artist? Yes. Yes. It's Vero, pronounced Vero. Um, no period. So it's going to be V R O. 
and that's pronounced like J-Lo. Um, there is actually a song on Spotify that has that name already. I, I put it under V.R.O. Mm-hmm. So it's actually V.R.O. But I, I felt like a lot of people had issues <laughs> with the period. <laughs> it, wouldn't, it wouldn't show up on searches. So it's going to be definitely like V.R.O. Just okay. no period. All right, y'all. Y'all heard it here. Search for Vero and listen to Vero's music in 2021. Thank you. Was there a process that you went through to come come to Vero? Uh, yeah. It you know Vero has always been a part of my career. It's always been my username, Vero Music. I always thought it was funny, like you know Jennifer Lopez. She would say like J Lo, and I was like, I, I think that's so dope. So I would be like Vero and. I would just say that people would call me that. And that's honestly been a thing for like 15 years of just like writing music and, mm. and all that. So I want to like use it officially. I think it's a cool name and a lot of people like it. So I'm like, okay, let's try it out. Dope. Yeah. My artist name would be Dito, but that doesn't really have a <laughs> the same kind of ring. It's called Dido. Dido. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so funny. What would yours be, Chris? K2. People call me K Tugs. Oh yeah, K Tugs. I've heard. It's just an extra, yeah, extra letter. But that sounds good. K Tugs. I also love how you're you're hyphenated now. Oh, you know. I didn't. I didn't realize that. Yeah. (laughs) Vj soon to be Vero, take us back to the moment that you decided you wanted to really take that leap into music. How do you think being Filipino might've affected that moment or your journey? Mm. Yeah, that's a good question because I feel like the moment that I actually wanted to make music my career was in college Mm. Um, because I I went to Cal State Long Beach as a biology major at (gasps) first, because as you may know, all Filipino parents, and it's so true, they want you to have a, you know, a good salary. They want you to have a career that is stable. And so that's either the healthcare field or Mm. maybe being an engineer or something that's, you know, that they know you'll make money off of. And so in my mind, you know, I grew up with a bunch of aunts and uncles who were nurses and, you know, that's just the Filipino way. And I thought to myself, I'm like, yeah, like I want to be stable and I do want I want like a a nice salary at the end of the day. And so I wanted to major in biology. I wanted to become a physical therapist. That was the goal. And so I got to Cal State Long Beach, did that. But on the side, I was doing music ensembles. So I was in like their vocal jazz group and their choir. and, And at that time, I was thinking like, man, I just really, this is all I can see myself doing is just doing music. And I, I couldn't, I couldn't be in a hospital. I could, it's great for some people, but for me, for myself, like my heart, I knew it. I could not do that every single day of my life. Mm. And so a part of me was like, like, God, just give me a sign. Universe, give me a sign. And so we went on tour with one of the ensembles and the head of the department offered me a full scholarship in front of everyone like <gasps> like at, at a show like right after a song ended he literally pointed me out and he was like you know just to let everyone know vj Rosas, he's not he's a bio major and we want to invite him to be a music major full ride full tuition covered and if he decides to study with us just in front of everyone that's amazing yeah it was amazing i did feel the pressure i was like oh my god wow but at the, you know <laughs> but that moment was like okay well I guess I have to do this. Like, it was just a sign. So you switch majors? I switch majors, yeah. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. BJ. Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I felt like I told you. Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. I don't tell a lot of people. That's amazing. Good props, man. <gasps> Thank you. Yeah. You must have done something really, really, like, show-stopping back then. Like, in that moment. You know, I... They wanted you. I just... I was so passionate about it. And I, I feel mm. like that really... I. A lot of people could tell and a lot of people knew that I wasn't happy do you know studying biology mm. and studying something that I would just didn't see myself really doing um yeah so it, it was just a sign I just had to do it definitely Woo. yeah damn yeah. full ride right how did your family react to you switching majors from biology to music you know they, they at first they were like 
okay cool <laughs> like because you know it's like kind of like it was a good thing and a bad thing it's like okay but you won't get that biology degree and you won't actually become a physical therapist which will get you the money then but we don't have to pay for tuition anymore mm, mm-hmm. you know which is nice and so but they you know in the end my parents really saw it as like yeah you're right like this is what you need to do and so in the end they actually supported me and and i feel like that that particular idea is a message to anyone who really like if you feel like your heart is telling you to do something just follow your instincts and it you have to do it you just have to go for it and give it your all and it'll pay off it will i'm a true believer in that Mm. yeah amen 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 all right so vj you have gotten your big break in music and the entertainment industry so much to look back right now at what you've done and it's amazing thank you can you tell us about your experience being filipino in this industry Mm. yeah uh so you know i sing in a group called the philharmonic spelled with an fil because we're all filipino Mm. and just starting with that in itself was such a thing like being in a group that actually represented a culture mm. is such a powerful amazing thing because yeah. we were just honestly in the beginning we were just a bunch of guys who just wanted to sing a cappella. that's it and we got to be on this amazing show called the sing-off on NBC and it, it was a huge platform for us it was great but what we didn't know was that we were actually representing an entire culture in this nation like and no one has ever I mean, there have been groups before us that were Filipino, but not to this extent where our actual brand name was the Philip, like the Philharmonic. We are representing Filipinos. Mm-hmm. And so that being in that world and, and understanding that and seeing the bigger picture and like, it's not just about the music, but it's more so about like this representation thing. Mm-hmm. That was that is and still is amazing and incredible to think about when you're in that kind of a i guess position or situation mm-hmm. because not a lot of people see see it as that you know everyone sees it like i'm gonna do music because i love music and i'm so passionate about it but in the end you represent something bigger than you actually think yeah yeah absolutely putting us on the map you know what i mean and and that's yeah and it's such an honor to do that it's crazy and we we're really the only one of the only filipino acapella groups that i could think of there are some in the philippines right now but but knowing that and being that was a huge responsibility and so um we don't take that lightly yeah, and you've carried that responsibility very very beautifully mm. thank you mm, mm. thank yes. you and you know you know filipinos like we love to sing that was that's mm-hmm. the identity and that's that's our identity even in america people yeah. view us as like oh they're great singers like that's what we do and so to be the philharmonic and to be that acapella group like that was that was big too it's just like there's a lot there's a lot that we represent that i'm really proud of and grateful for i remember my college buddies and i sitting in our apartment or our, our house that we were renting at the time watching the sing-off yes and we saw y'all on tv and it was such a big deal for me and my filipino friends wow yeah it was so like inspiring and exciting and it was like a topic of conversation for many months and even years Crazy. after yeah be- well because you've done like so much mon- so many things even after that show ended mm. with the philharmonic um thank you i feel like it's been a huge impact especially for a lot of younger musicians uh up-and-coming filipino musicians that is Mm. to be able to see people that look like them on such a huge commercial mainstream platform like the sing-off like nbc like films like pitch perfect that you were in yeah james corden james corden wow yeah yeah like all of these things that people are are seeing themselves on television in film like it, it's a big big deal thank you yeah, yeah definitely thanks dustin that is still it still blows my mind that like 
that happened and that people were watching us on a national level mm-hmm. and, and putting us in that position you know it's it's but it's it's great it's it's awesome and it still again blows my mind that that's that that happened it's blowing my mind that we're even talking to you right oh, now. Oh, shut up. Whatever. You're, you're like a big deal. You, um, Did y'all know this is Vijay mm. Rosales that we're talking to? No, no. Again, the honor is mine, y'all. Like, seriously. And, yeah. And side note, I do appreciate y'all as well as friends. And I, I love I love that we can like not be together for a while. And then we're even doing this interview and coming back. And like I, I just feel the love. Like there's a there's an energy, you know? Yeah, there's so much That's, love. There's so much love. It's just a lot of love. Can we get Boba later or something? <laughs> I'm so down. Yeah, yes. please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's put our masks on. Yeah. Hey, Dustin. Hey, Crystal. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic. And can you tell me why you're being, why you're so fantastic right now? Well, it's because I've been listening to this really cool podcast. It's called Me Search. Uh, me Search? Mmm, tell me more. Um, you know, we've, well, <laughs> not, not much to tell you since you've been there, but. <laughs> You're listening to Me Search, a podcast featuring Phil and Perspectives. Let us know what you think. Rate us and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Catch new episodes on the first and third Wednesday each month. <laughs> well, I'll have to catch it. Meaning, I'll listen to our own episodes. <laughs> we back, we back. We're back. Woo. <laughs> Vijay, what are some of the challenges you face as a musician these days? Hmm. Um, honestly, when I think of challenges in my life, there are a lot of things. But just to, to circle back to the the main one, and just being in the Philharmonic too, obviously our race, being Filipino, is a thing, especially nowadays. Mm. You know that that has always been such a struggle because basically the the challenge that I'm going through right now is when I'm creating music. I'm thinking like with every single race in America, there is like some type of stereotypical kind of imprint on each race, you know, when you think Mm. about it. And just to be real, like, Mm. let's think like white people, when you think of like a white person, country music, right? That's a thing that they kind of line up with. Honestly, when you think of black people, you think R&B, rap. But then when you think of like Filipino people, what do we have something? And is that a thing that we should be striving for? Mm. And so that that in itself is a challenge because not only is that a musical thing, but it's also kind of an identity thing. It's like, how does America, mm. you know, if you really want to make it on the radio or like put a song out there that's a bop, how is America going to view you when you sing that song? Mm. You know, and so that has been really a challenge in like kind of understanding identity. In, in a sense, if that makes sense. Yeah. Am I making sense? Sorry, yeah, I'm just like yeah. rambling. Yeah, yeah, no. If yeah. I can chime in here. Yeah. If I think of actual Filipino uh, artists who have been mainstream in the last decade, I don't know that the public knows that they're Filipino, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. So, like, mm-hmm. artists like um, like Bruno Mars, Nicole Scherzinger. Um, her. Her. Haley Haley Steinfeld right. and I'm sure I'm missing some other people. Yeah, there are a lot. I mean, even now, like Sweetie, um, mm. she's she has that bop out. Um, that's not tech. That's my tech. She uh, <laughs> that she's, she's like, Filipino. She, yeah. Wow. And so see, like people, like we don't know, and most of these people are half. If you think about it, too, and it's like how, like I guess, a challenge to go back to the question too would also be like someone that looks like me if you see me in times square like on one of those big screens or if you see me on tv how do people react to that because you you should be thinking about that Mm -hmm. like that's what the industry is you know it's a visual thing and so unfortunately you do you know that's a part of the process of like like how do you kind of navigate that idea have you have you found anything in this search of what a Filipino sound could be in America? 
mm. as of yet? <laughs> that's that's a good question too. And you know, I, I found being in a Filipino group making Filipino music in a very niche genre like acapella, uh -huh. yeah, that anything is possible. Mm -hmm. um, but we were kind of on the road to like, and I still I still think we are to kind of finding a sound that fits what being Filipino is. But but then again, it's just it's hard to think about because I don't know if we should be even doing that too, right? If you think about it, like should we even be attaching genres to to race uh -huh. but then that's another question too about black culture and what we're also yeah. talking about you know r&b jazz like that's all black culture like we should uh -huh. be appreciative of our black brothers and sisters because they that's where it comes from right, right? yeah but so much of we as so much so much and so and then but but then we as asian americans or even filipino americans like how how do we process that as artists uh -huh. So it's yeah. like, man, that's deep. That's know? very deep. Yeah. Have you all, as a group, or also, of course, as a solo artist, have you um, explored any of, like, uh, the music, the traditional music, traditional folk music uh, within the Philippines? Yeah. Yeah, so we've we've dabbled in, like, uh, honestly, like, the Tagalog pop songs, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Saranonimo. Mm -hmm they're still very like pop American pop based mm -hmm. I mean, they're just in Tagalog right that's really mm -hmm. what what a lot of the Phil Filipinos do is we basically just copy America to be honest sorry in reality sorry not sorry right but, but, but no true. true it's it's yeah well that's a very poignant right. observation yeah, yeah. and uh so yeah. so that's that's hard to navigate but but I think Chris going to your question about like the actual you mean traditional cultural like mm -hmm. yeah that's something that I've always wanted to experiment with yeah and you know like even just going back to like phoenix ling and like mm -hmm. um, the maria clara like all of those really special dances that we have in the philippines which is so great like we should be like that's great stuff to really like represent and like show off you yeah know? um and so that's always been kind of in the back of my mind as an artist to kind of present maybe in the future cool thank you yeah um so you have you've traveled the world to perform again amazing i call Thank i'll you. text vj i'm like hey vj can you hang out and he's like oh i gotta go i'm like oh, okay oh <laughs> but that's okay no don't feel bad it's just shade. like no no that's not shade i'm so Spill sorry the tea, <laughs> no 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 just kidding. <laughs> i know i know I know. But honestly, I will say, though, that when I was traveling, I was so sad that I missed your wedding, which was incredible. Like, I cannot believe how dare you, though, first off, like make it like a surprise. Like, I'm getting married, actually. Like, no oh, one does man. that. That was amazing. You missed out. <sighs> I missed out. I that was a party. Out. Definitely FOMO right there, for sure. But but I'm so great. I'm like, oh, so happy for you, Chris. Thanks, that, boo. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm so happy that you did that, too, actually. That's what a great idea. It's wow. very you, on you, brand, Crystal, <laughs> to, totally, have, that's a, to have a surprise wedding. <laughs> yeah, for real. And Chris, I, that's what I appreciate about you, too, as, as you being an artist, too. Like, what I really loved about you is that you you did think outside of the box and you're always about that, like being creative about that, the process. So I just love that. Thank love you, that about you. Yeah. Thanks. Of course. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> A little shout out to Chris. Ah, thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like every time, well, not every time, but like when I hear that you are traveling to do your thing, when I see you on Instagram, Man, VJ is in another country. He's in another city. <laughs> I'm like, dude, VJ is doing it, man. Oh, like, I you. cannot be more proud. I just, I always think back to like talking about like, oh, one day, one day, one day. And you're doing it, man. You're just Thank doing you, it. And Thank it's just you. like so cool. So I appreciate that. I Sorry, I just want to say like, it's so good to hear that because when you are actually doing it, sometimes you don't feel it that mm. makes sense like oh my god in the process of everything and there's so mm -hmm. so many things are happening at once but i love that when you say that because it just kind of puts things in perspective for me so it's great yeah. i'm grateful yeah thank you i remember just conversations in my old xb <laughs> yeah your old xb i totally remember that yeah, yeah. Good, times. Um, good times um but yeah, yeah you're you're doing it and you've been able to collaborate with 
incredible musicians, as a solo artist, and of course, as a member of the Philharmonic. Can you tell us about some of your most favorite moments in your worldwide musical journey so far? Oh my gosh, there are so, there are honestly so many. Ah. Cabo Bayan Superstar, number one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The the Philharmonic has been such an incredible part of my life, I will say, that um, we have done things that I never thought that we could ever do. And I'm so grateful for the guys. They're like my brothers. And um, even though, you know, we're kind of separated right now, we're doing our own thing. Um, you know, eventually we're going to come back together because there's always that love. And, 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 you know, what we do is so special because first off, we love doing it, but also mm-hmm. people around us and the people that surround us love what we do too. So I think that that's just so important. And that's why we've come so far is because first off, the people that are around us, like especially the Filipino community that has our back, we we can't do it without everyone really supporting us. And so just shout out to y'all for really just like really loving what we do and appreciating us because honestly, we wouldn't be able to do what we do without y'all. So, um, so there's that. But I, I would say like being able to represent Asian Americans in this country is the biggest thing for mm-hmm. me being in that group we got to sing at the white house we didn't get to sing for obama but we sang at a coalition for filipino american or actually asian americans which was mm-hmm. huge um and so we were at the white house singing for that that was in 2015 that was a big moment yeah mm-hmm. um uh obviously the james corden show every time i'm on that stage i'm just like i can't believe we're doing this Aww. you know camila cabello sean mendez um usher john legend like to, to be able to have sung with those incredible artists who are great artists, by the way. And there's so many things that go into like being an A-list artist that everyone that we've worked with, I would say hands down, like everyone's so great. And, and so just to have that opportunity to work with amazing artists is so incredible. Um, that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I would say like, even the small stuff that we do, even the stuff that we do here in my studio, like, just singing acapella stuff is great as well because you know when it's right when you when you're doing big things but you're also loving the small things oh so, that's mm. so true you know what i mean yeah i gotta put that on like a plaque or like yeah. a live laugh love sign <laughs> of some sort <laughs> totally totally it's it's big picture y'all it's like Yes, you're doing amazing things, you're doing big things, but also it's like the little things that make you happy, the small things that you take for granted sometimes, but you shouldn't. I love that you just said that. Yeah. That in itself is going to trigger a lot of people to think deeply about how they're spending their time Mm. and what they're spending their time towards. Sure. That's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's truly what I've learned Mm. and what I'm so grateful for. Um, Yeah. Everybody quit their jobs. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> Do you, boo? Quit your jobs. Who cares about income? Let's just, like, do whatever you want. Yeah, that's, oh, man. So much. So much with that. But, Aww. yeah, I truly, I truly believe that. And, um, you know, in the end, like, you can do the biggest thing. But in the end, you, you are a human being. And you're, you know, it's, it's the small things, too, that make yeah. up what you do. And so you got to be grateful for all of that. Awesome. Awesome. I'd like you to think back to that moment, maybe when you made the decision to switch from biology to music and you really fully committed yourself to making this your life and and your work. Now having this many years of experience and doing all of this amazing work in the States and overseas, what might you tell yourself back when you were at Cal State Long Beach? Maybe in a, any advice or words of wisdom? Mm. Oh, there are so many things. That's a, that's a big one. It's crazy to think about, like, for, I mean, for all of us, like when you're early 20s, like, because that was when it was for me when I realized I wanted to do music for the rest of my life. Man, our early 20s, like, really sucked. When you mm. <laughs> I mean yeah, it's a man. great time but it, you know you you love that life but at the same time you're learning so much and you're mm-hmm. failing so much and um if I were to tell my younger self anything it, it would definitely be 
to just be kind to yourself. Like, I remember just working so hard passionately about like just music and doing project after project and saying yes to everything. Mm. But I remember also getting tired mm. and then becoming, you know, just tired of it when you put music in a workspace. You know, mm. that can be, you can burn you out. Um, and so there was also another point in my life it's within the Philharmonic too. I think we've been together for about six years, but like maybe fourth or fifth year and I got really burnt out. I got mm. really just tired of everything and it happens to the best of us. Mm. Um, and I would just say, just be kind to yourself, young, young VJ, young Jedi. <laughs> you know, just be, you know, do your work and be passionate about what you do, but also take time for yourself and like, love yourself like give yourself a day to just chill and like be young and just be you hmm. um whatever that means for you so so that that's what i would tell myself hmm. because you know yeah even being at this age now which is 23 i'm just kidding um, just, <laughs> <laughs> being at this age um you, you know you question realize mark. question mark yeah um you realize like it it is so important to have that self-care and that self-love Mm. yeah good yeah. advice love yourself love you yourself. are enough thank you, you yes are enough. And you are enough you are you enough. are worthy mm -hmm. yeah 100 percent. how did you get like as a younger person when you found yourself in those ruts and and, and maybe like mental mental blocks or when you were burnt out like how did you end mm -hmm. up pushing through uh oh yeah so like kind of just pushing through like those moments of being burnt out yeah how did you like what were your strategies yeah. to kind of get over that hump honestly i wouldn't have a strategy i would just be so mean to myself and just push through i feel mm. i feel like that's so it's so you shouldn't be doing that at all it's just a waste it's a, first off a waste of time and it's a waste of energy mm -hmm. uh, you know don't ever try to force something that's not supposed to happen if that makes sense yeah um don't don't try to force energy in a space that's not supposed to be there for example mm. um and so I, what i would do is i would get really really burnt out and then i'd be like no this has to be a certain way and i have to do this and i have to get this done at this deadline but do you really mm. there are, are there other ways to make that happen whether it's like delegating it to someone else or you know just little things like that that you can do to make it easier on yourself so that you as a person can can thrive and continue to um just uh, do what you do at the best quality or level that you're at without getting burnt out if mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah um so yeah it's just such been it's been a learning process for sure for, with that and honestly don't just push all the way through you know as your first instinct will be like no i just got to do it but in the end do you really mm. do you really yeah. do you really do you really yeah. though <laughs> yeah, you, you can take a day off you, you can. can yeah take a day mm -hmm. you can. Yeah. yeah any exciting new projects that we should be uh keeping an eye out for yes <laughs> keeping an eye out for i love that um my next project is a single um, I've never said this in public yet, um, but um, my really truly like debut single um, is called Red Eye, R-E-D-E-Y-E. -E. And it's just a single that I'm going to put out there to kind of offset my new album that I'm pushing for for next year. So it's just it's a project that I'm really excited for. So just watch out for all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music. It's going to all be there. And I'm just excited for it because it's a project that I've been really working on and a it's a project that will really reveal who I truly am, I feel, as a person and as an artist. Check it out, Red Eye. Ah, Y'all yeah. heard it first. Yeah. Right here on Me Search. So excited. We are so excited. It's going to be top shelf stuff, folks. Top shelf, exactly. And that's top what I want. Shelf. That's what I want. So mm. 2020. Went by very, very fast. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait for your album, your music to cure all of what 2020 has done to my soul. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Same. Yes. Same. It's funny, though, because it's all the crap that happened in 2020 and some in 2019 that will be in that. 
but that will it, it will heal it's healing to you know what i mean yeah i'm it's thinking just, like 2021 is gonna have such good art and music because 2020 mm, was yeah. so bad exactly <laughs> yeah totally mm-hmm. that's what i'm saying too the art's gonna be incredible mm-hmm. yes Give us that medicine. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm, hey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <Love> that. <laughs> um, all right. So we heard about uh, where we can find your music. So all the streaming services. Um, if there were any person to maybe uh, want to collaborate with you or feature you in a project, how can they contact you? How can they find you? Um, yeah, I think Instagram is probably the best bet right now. So you can catch me on my Instagram, VRO music, just slide into those DMs Mm. because I do check, I check my direct messages all the time, even for those that I don't necessarily know, because sometimes I have inquiries through there. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, Instagram is really good. And then obviously you can email me to vjrosales at live.com, L-I-V-E.com. Cool. Yeah. And final question. What's put a smile on your face lately? Hmm. That's a really good question. Honestly, I think it's like, okay, there's this weird game that kids play. It's called Roblox. And so I have this little nephew that I play with. I live with my sister's family. And uh, I play this game called Roblox. It's kind of like Fortnite. And for those of you who know gaming, um, and I just play with them every night on this like little computer game. And it just makes me smile because it's kind of, you know, getting in touch with that kid, the inner child. Hmm. It's such an important thing that adults forget about. Um, mm-hmm. You know, me, me, you know, put something in your life that is childlike because it's actually very healing hmm. to, to, to think like kids again, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think that that always makes me smile. Aww. Um, so yeah, just hanging out with my nephew. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah Shout outs to beautiful. the nephew. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to Nico. Hey Nico. <laughs> hey Nico. Hey Nico. Hey, <laughs> He's gonna scream. <laughs> All right. Well, VJ, thank you so much for being a guest on our show. It is so good to see your face. Aww, um, you. we love you. And um, yeah. All right. This was VJ Rosales, everybody. Woo! Vero. Vero. VJ, uh, a.k.a. Vero, was such a great guest. Ah, <laughs> I love seeing how he's been able to find that thing that he loves and make it his professional gig. There were a lot of things in this interview that we can unpack, but uh, let's start with one of these watershed moments in VJ's life. His original plan was to get a degree in biology and then go to physical therapy school and Dustin, you and I can probably relate to this a bit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, as we hopped around too before we settled on our educational journey. Um, and I know you got some stats for us, so give it to us. Yes. So lots of folks changed their major. According to a 2017 report by the U.S. Department of Education, it's about 30% of undergrads that changed their major at least once. And it's about 10% that changed their major more than once. And according to a 2016 report by the Education Advisory Board, students who switch their majors don't take more time than the average student to complete their degree and don't lessen their likelihood of completion. So I'm wondering what VJ's life trajectory would look like had he not had that scholarship opportunity presented to him. Would he have tried to stick it out and become a physical therapist? What do you think? uh, VJ had an amazing opportunity presented to him with that full ride scholarship because he was so good um, to pursue music and to be in the music program at Cal State Long Beach. But, you know, I I, I believe he'd still end up as a musician. He would have ended up as a musician regardless. Mm. You know, he was still pursuing it on the side while he was still in school. And, you know, even if it wasn't his major, he practices craft and he was passionate about it and he's good at it and he's confident mm-hmm. in, in his music and, you know, people recognize that. So mm-hmm. I think when you follow your heart and you stay true to your passions, stay true to who you are, you lean into your authentic self, the opportunities will come. And 
you know, everyone, if your heart is telling you to do something, do it. There's a reason that that talent and that gift lives in you. So don't hide it away. Share it with us. It's there for a reason. So do it. Do it. Do it. (laughs) Do it. And VJ is doing it. He's definitely doing it. He's a professional musician today. He's gigging with Philharmonic. Mm. He's gearing up to release an album in 2021. I really like how he's practicing his craft. I like that he has a little ritual going on where he's writing a song a day. He does his little, his morning blurb, and then it turns into a song. That's super cool. Yeah, and I love, 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 love how he's taking this vulnerable approach to his writing now. Mm -hmm. And he mentioned that he's been struggling with letting go for years and, you know, taking off this mask now is, you know, I'm sure very exciting to incorporate in his music. And and he also said that he wants to spread the message that it's okay to be yourself. So I am excited that we're going to get a lot of that vibe from him in 2021 with his new album, with his new music. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just simply love this message. And I'm glad he's taking the courage to share parts of himself that, you know, he hasn't really shown to folks. And... Go VJ. Yes, go VJ. Absolutely. Take off the mask. Take off the mask. But also like wear your masks, people. Wear uh, your yes, masks. Yes, wear the practical mask as in let's beat this pandemic because y'all. Let's beat it. I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's just... Wear your masks so that we can thrive in 2021, folks. Yes, please. Um, but in terms of like your metaphorical mask, mm-hmm. definitely. Be true to yourself. Yeah. Um, And with VJ, I'm definitely looking forward to his album and all of the stories that he'll tell. It's definitely going to be good. Yeah. And, and, you know, again, what he said is just like, it's not about just the music. It's also about representation. And Mm. I think that's super important when you're, when you're a Filipino artist with this kind of platform in a westernized society, how, how do you navigate that space? You know, Mm -hmm. we talked a little bit about racial and ethnic identity and how it's tied to music in this interview. And I think as Philams and even Filipinos, Mm. we have leaned on Western music. And you mean like Filipinos in the Philippines? Yeah, Filipinos in the Philippines. Got it. Uh, Like when I watch when I met my mom's and she's watching TFC, it's just like I'm always hearing (laughs) American music, you know, Um, Mm. Very interesting. Yeah. And so much of Western music is rooted in black culture and in a community that does have a history of anti-blackness, I think is it is pertinent to acknowledge that aspect of our community. It's not an easy thing to look at, to see ourselves as anti-black, but that is an issue in our community and mm-hmm. we need to name it and we need to acknowledge it so that we can fix it. <laughs> Uh, We need to do the work to learn more about the roots and the history of Western music, especially if you're a musician. And um, I really appreciate VJ bringing that up in our interview. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's something we really need to to look at more carefully. And we have a lot of work to do as Philams, as Filipinos in the Philippines and artists. Like, yeah, we need something we need to check ourselves on. I think it's a good reminder. Yeah. Yeah. So what are your thoughts about this intersection of race and ethnicity and music? Honestly, if I didn't know VJ personally, and if I was walking down the street in Times Square and I saw his face, a brown Asian face on a billboard or on if I'm like scrolling through Spotify or something and I saw his cover art. I'd probably need to look for other context clues to figure out what genre of music his album would would be, what mm-hmm. type of music he'd put out. Um, and maybe that's a good thing, that there's no sound associated with a Filipino face in America, because maybe that means he can do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, we've got folks who are Filipino, who might be mixed, and or maybe the public perceives them to be another race or ethnicity. And they're mainstream, mm-hmm. and it's a lot to think about. Mm-hmm. And this also brings up another topic of the term mixed Filipino versus half Filipino mm-hmm. or part Filipino. Yeah, that's 
Yeah, definitely. Like he, we we talked a little bit about like Bruno Mars and you know, he's ethnically ambiguous or a lot of folks think he's ethnically ambiguous. Yeah. There's it's a whole thing this idea of being passing as another race or ethnicity and hiding your Filipino identity to be mainstream. There's a lot to unpack with that maybe in another episode. Yeah. But um <laughs> I know that the term, going back to the term, mixed Filipino versus half Filipino or part Filipino, that's heavily debated. Yeah. If you're only half of something, how are you ever whole of something? Right. We can do a whole episode on just the terminology that we use. There's a lot of people who have feelings about being called half Filipino or mixed Filipino. So. We'll have to get people on to talk about that. Yeah, I would love to dive into that sometime. I think that's super important. Yeah. Hmm. Do you have any final thoughts as we wrap up here? I'm just excited for VJ. It was really nice to see him. Uh, I haven't seen him yeah. in a while. I mean, I haven't seen really anybody since since the pandemic. But uh, it was nice to reconnect with him on Zoom and yeah. uh, see what's going on with him. And uh, VJ, thank you so much for for coming on the show and hanging out with us. Yeah. I know we've been wanting to hang out with you for so long. <laughs> yeah. Collectively. Like, all, well, like let's get some boba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, what a wonderful uh, last interview this year with a guest. Uh, we do have mm-hmm. our bonus holiday episode coming your way next Wednesday. We're going to get interviewed by you all with your questions and maybe I'll get to know more about Creed, Dustin. Yeah, I, I can tell you a lot about it, actually. Okay, would love, would love. But yeah, be on the lookout. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. Yes. Make sure to subscribe to MeSearch wherever you listen to podcasts. Find new episodes on the first and third Wednesday every month. Check us out at mesearchpodcast.com. And find us on social media at MeSearch Podcast. MeSearch is produced and hosted by Dustin Domingo and Crystal Tugatti. Editing by Dustin Domingo. Special thanks to our guest, Vijay Rosales, a.k.a. Vero. Follow him at Vero Music and check out the Philharmonic at the Philharmonic. Shoutouts to all our friends and family giving this podcast a shot. We'll catch you all at the next episode. We're going to get to the bottom of things. This is me, Surge, folks. Woo-woo! Can you take me higher <laughs> to a place where I'm blind, man, she...